WFH with two guys. Now here's Benny and Dennis. Dennis, I've worked from home. Gosh, it's it's been over a couple decades now. How long have you worked from home now? Officially, I'm starting my 13th year here in about a month. So, so you, it's, it's, we, you and I kind of were the trailblazers. Yeah, you know, we've been doing this for a while, and I, you know, I'll be the first to admit that I'm not. Yeah, you know, I've kind of get myself into routines and ruts and whatnot, and I'm always anxious to hear from those who have been able to really take advantage of this. The things that I think about and I used to dream about when I was right out of college and I was working in an office was the idea of like doing a couple of you know days of work from home because I really could be maximizing my potential and doing some things that I couldn't do. And, I, and since I've been doing this for a long time, I don't think that I, I, I think I've forgotten to take advantage of this, some of those things. And so Joe is here with us today. He's going to give us a little bit of insight. And first of all, Joe, welcome. Welcome to WFH with uh, two guys. Thanks for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you, Dennis and Benny. Thank you. Happy you to be here. You bet. Now, listen, you've been, uh, you're a seasoned veteran. You've owned your own business now for a couple of decades too as well. The idea of really taking productivity to uh, a different level. We, I think I forget how to do this sometimes and uh, not really taking advantage of it. But can you give us a, a little bit of uh, ideas about maybe how we, from our home office, we can really ratchet up the productivity. And I, I think you had a really nice term for that, the home office hacks. I really liked uh, <laughs> you mentioned that. Tell me a little bit about what, what that looks like to you and, and some of the things that are kind of entailed with that. Well, I, ironically, um, the, the whole idea for home office hacks came from a video I saw of, a, a, I think it was made in Japan. And this guy had all sorts of uses for binder clips. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. But these, these are all different ways to work better from home. And they don't cost a lot of money. So I was like clipping my all the cords on my computer and whatnot and made a phone stand out of a binder clip with for my phone. But um, being more productive, um, you know, one of, one of the things when people talk about working from home, they think, oh, I just roll out of bed and go to work. And I think that's where people get, that's the trap that people fall into and in that Part of my, me being more productive from home is how I start the day. And it can vary for different people. For me, I start with meditation and I do some stretching exercises and I get my coffee. I do a little interesting thing with handwriting where I write script from both hands. And um, the hands are a big part of your working from home because we're working on a computer. And mm -hmm. in talking to people over the years... I asked them, you know, do you stretch your hands before you start working? None of them do. Oh, <laughs> and God. I've learned from a few people some simple stretches just, uh, and it's part of my regular stretching that I do for my workouts. But when you think about it, you're working out your fingers and hands all day long for eight hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of us aren't even standing for eight hours. <laughs> so if you were running for eight hours, you'd certainly stretch before you did that. So mm -hmm. that's just part of how I make myself more productive is have a good, uh, pregame routine. Well, and I, I think actually to add to that too, as well, you just mentioned that we're using our hands for, for eight hours. You're also using your mind kind of in that way too. And the idea of meditating and doing prep work, I think that's really a good idea. Now, Dennis, I'm going to have to admit, I, I've not been good at this. And, and, and when Joe mentioned this kind of in the pre-show, we were talking about a few things. I, 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 I don't know if you saw me and maybe the look of like, oh my gosh, why didn't I even think about that? That 
And it's really a brilliant idea, really kind of preparing yourself. And, and it is, it is, it's a matter of, of warming up and making sure you're, you're stretching your, your limbs, but also your mind too, as well. I think that's really, really, really critical thing. And, and, you know, I'll say thanks right away, Joe, cause uh, that's something I'm going to want to, you know, look at incorporating. And then the other thing I hear Joe, you say you kind of have a routine, so it's, it's, Correct. it's, it's, you know, it's not Monday. I get up and do one thing and Tuesday I do something different. You're, you've got that plan to be productive and it helps you through your day as you go. And I think that's, that's the one thing I think, especially if you're just starting to work from home, you can get into a, a rut real quick and not follow a routine that's productive. And that doesn't mean sitting at your desk the whole eight hours. It's getting up and getting away from the computer periodically to do some things to free your mind up so you can be more productive. Uh, that's your, your spot on Dennis. One of the things I use is a Pomodoro app, which okay. for can those who don't that? know it. Yeah. Yeah. Pomodoro is for those old enough, which, uh, wouldn't be Dennis and Benny, but me. Uh, our, our mothers <laughs> used what's called a, a Pomodoro timer, which it, it basically time it was used for cooking, but basically it worked in 25 minute intervals. Hmm. So, and then you. So how it's been applied to the workday is that you work for 25 minutes, take a five minute break, you do that two more times, and then the third go around, you work for 25 minutes and take a 15 minute break. Mm-hmm. Now. If you didn't work from home and you were taking all these breaks per hour, your boss might be looking at you kind of funny, but you're working from home. So you have a little bit more flexibility. Um, what that, that does is a few things for you. It keeps your mind fresh, uh, gives you a chance to stand up uh, so that you're stretching, which is an, another part of working at home is, uh, you know, some, some people really get into what they do and just totally lock in and can be at their computer for hours. And that's just, it's not healthy from a mental perspective. It's not certainly not healthy from a physical perspective. So the Pomodoro is something I've used not only to be more productive from a work perspective, but I've kind of added in where I have certain exercises I'll do during those five minute breaks. Um, and it's, it's a kind of a, believe it or not, I can actually get a decent workout during my yeah. work day so that by the time I quit, I'm also done. I'm done working, but I'm also done with my workout and I'll, go off and do whatever I want to do for the night. So, and I, you know, and the ways, you know, for our listeners that you can control that is as you're scheduling meetings, if you're using Google or Outlook or whatever, change your thing to be at 25 minutes instead of 30 minutes or instead of an hour, make it 50 minutes and you, and then free yourself up. So you have those breaks and it's just a behavior change because we've all been trained to work in 30 minute and 60 minute intervals. It's changing that to a 25 minute or a 50 minute interval is kind of what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, I mean, and even some of those uh, five-minute breaks is a walk around my house. Right. Yeah. And if I want to make it more fun, I fill up a couple of buckets of water and I carry those just to get more of a workout in. I mean, that's the kind of uh, thing. And sometimes it can be just uh, responding to emails or something else, a work task that, you know, the idea of the Pomodoro is to focus in on the task at hand. So I'm a writer. I'm writing a press release. I'm writing a newsletter. Those 25 minutes are devoted to writing that. So maybe I return a phone call during the five minutes or the 15 minute breaks. Uh, that's how I get more out of my day. You know, and it's funny. I, I, you were, you were talking about like during the breaks, during your, the Pomodoro techniques that you're, you're used on your daily basis. And think about this, the advantage of us being able to work from home 
people are going to look at you a little strange, Joe, if you're carrying a couple buckets around the office, right? Or if you're trying to do a little bit of stretching in the conference room, take advantage of the fact that you're at home and you can do things a little, uh, if you will, out of the norm. Uh, We should be able to take advantage of that. And so I I think one of the things that I've already gotten out of this is that you're making me think differently about my workday and how I approach those type of things. You, you had mentioned too, as well, I wanted to kind of go with the idea of productivity about the different, like maybe apps that can be used or websites or, or maybe just hacks in general for productivity. Do you have any thoughts maybe you can share with the audience about maybe some of those type of things that uh, you've been able to tap into? Yeah, the Pomodoro is the obvious one, and that's my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, I discovered uh, the Four Quadrants, which has been used by a lot of business coaches over the years. It was something made famous by uh, General Eisenhower, mm-hmm. where he would classify the top priority thing in the left quadrant, and then the next, you know, those are the things that absolutely have to be done. And then the right quadrant, upper right quadrant, gets the things that need to be done as or less of a priority. And then mm-hmm. The lower two are less priority items, things you want to get done and things that would be nice if you got done. And I just recently discovered this and I actually used it before I went away on my, my recent vacation. I went to Belgium and I had a ton of things I needed to get done. And I'm like, I'm not going to get to all these things. And by using that system, I was able to prioritize things. And I got all my top two quadrants done nice. to the point where I actually I had the third quadrant done, too. So I felt good about that. Um in terms of other, the, the, the thing that's interesting about apps, some people, it's kind of like dog people and cat people. Like, are you a dog person? Uh, which in this case we'll say means you use the electronic app or do you use regular paper and pen? And some people like to put it down on, you know, an ink. And I'm, I tend to be one of those people, although mm-hmm. the Pomodoro, you can't really do that with, but uh, to-do lists are all good. But the thing with to-do lists, they can become overwhelming. And I think that's the, the thing about the four quadrants and even if you create like a simple bullet points, not to overwhelm the list, like make it three things that you have to get done and then maybe one or two things. And I think that's the big, th- I think we psych ourselves out and we feel like, Oh, the day's been a bust because I didn't hit my list. Well, you know, don't, if you, if you make a small list and, you, and you're scratching things off, you can always add to the list as, as you move through them. It, it seems to me that a lot of your approach is maybe taking a look at whether it be activities through the day, the way you approach your work is a lot about doing things in different ways, but maybe not only being able to do things better, but being able to accomplish things in a more creative way. You work in a creative field and I would imagine I do. doing things differently. You, you're, you're a writer having to write, like you said, press releases and doing copywriting that I would imagine you, you probably also feed from the fact that you have to be creative, but by doing things kind of in a different way, it gives you um, the ability to look at things, your work a little bit differently. And I, I would imagine that's all part of the, part of the game is just, like th- this is kind of an open book and, and doing things kind of like the way we've always done them is, is, is really, this is an opportunity for us to take advantage of uh, uh, creativity and, and just take advantage from working from home. Right. Oh, oh, absolutely. There's no right or wrong way. And I think part part of why I started writing my, my newsletter is that um, it it basically, you know, there's a lot of people in the same situation. 
they're working from home, they're feeling isolated. So I'm trying to create that kind of bridge that by sharing the ideas. And, uh, you know, as a small business owner as well, I do a decent amount of networking. A lot of that's been virtual the last couple of years. And one of the things about networking that really comes in handy when you work from home is that um, it's, it, you know, you should always, at least a good networker, in my opinion, is always sharing things, mm-hmm. whether that's ma- making an introduction to somebody else. And so when you come across something that works for you, you kind of want to, you know, share share with the people you know in your network. And, you know, the, one of the things that gets talked a lot about are touches. And this is something I've, I've been doing a lot of lately where, um, you know, it takes, they say it takes seven touches to make a sale. But in the networking world, it, it's, it's a similar pattern in that, you know, you really need several touches with somebody before you get a decent introduction or mm-hmm. something. And what I've been doing is things that I find useful in my workday, I will share with um, people in my network and just say, hey, you know, and I'll share it on. The, uh, they end up becoming newsletter items because they're that good. Wow. Um, you know, just recently, I, I uh, one of the things, you know, I know you guys have done a ton on AI. And that's one of the things that I have slowly come around on. And the guy who was most responsible for converting me uh, did a webinar and I, he, I was sharing it with people in my network. So, hey, you know, I know everybody's talking about AI. This guy knows more than anybody I know. Check it out. And um, it's, it's so it's kind of the, the theme of being a small business owner working from home is that, you know, if you were in an office, like I, I mentioned during our pre-talk, you'd you know, send a note or talk about it in the lunchroom. Yeah. Working from home, you send it by email or during the Zoom call, you put it in the chat and you say, hey, check this out. Yeah, that no, that's a, that's a really good point because I think it's our responsibility to make sure we're learning from those who are doing this. I, I, there's always people who are doing this better than me, even though I a lot of people ask me how I discipline myself. And it's funny, I, I, I think about you know, where I've learned different techniques, it's from other people. I didn't come up with this stuff on my own. And so somewhere out there, somebody has some great ideas, you know, no, absolutely not. You, you, you know what, Joe, it, it, one of the things that uh, Dennis and I have talked about in terms of like, you know, obviously COVID affected our whole work environment. You know, a lot of things were created, a lot of things changed. And we, for a good majority of us, or I should say a good chunk of us, we were forced to work from home and we developed routines and ways about being able to do things. But uh, I know that a number of folks now have gone kind of the hybrid route. And so maybe they are doing part of the work from home. I was talking to a friend of mine, he works for a very large company. Um, he, He gets to work from home on Mondays and Fridays, but Tuesday through Thursday, he has to be in the office. And so, um, we're used to working in our sweats and, and maybe we put on pants sometimes when we're doing our zoom calls and whatnot, but now we have to go back in the office. And so some of that, the things that we're having to adjust to and some of the routines that maybe we got used to doing kind of in that remote environment don't really play well in the hybrid. Do you have any thoughts or advice in terms of how we can maximize a hybrid routine for those of us who get to work from home part of the time, but we have to be in an office environment for other part of the week. Any thoughts on that? And maybe some things that you can share with uh, the group about that? Oh gosh. I, I don't think the group is going to like this suggestion, but uh, <laughs> one of the, one of the thoughts I, I have is that, you know, the dress code is, is it's, it's a benefit of working from home. And, um, you know, I, I was kind of bummed that when the, you know, COVID came around, everybody started wearing 
you know, a collared shirt and sweats like I've been doing for years. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because there have been periods w- during my working from home that I would actually uh, dress up to work mm-hmm. from home yeah. because you want to feel like you're working when you're working. Um, that didn't, that last, that wasn't a permanent change, but I, it's, a, it's a phase I went through. Um, it's kind of, in, the whole dress code is really kind of interesting because, mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't know enough people who are doing the hybrid thing, you know, are people still dressing for work? Are they still putting on the shirt and tie? Or are they wearing nice slacks? It's, it seems to me, and based on what I've just heard about our, you know, in the Senate, where there's now no dress code. <laughs> yes. So um, personally, I wouldn't dress like John Fetterman to work at home. So <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, and we're, ca- <laughs> we're kind of around the same size. So I don't really sympathize with that. You know, he doesn't have a lot of clothing options. I'm a, a little lighter than John, but uh, no, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think the biggest challenge would be um, in terms of conducting yourself and how you, you know, you're now people, eyeballs are now on you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people can walk by your desk and see what you're up to. Um, your language might be saltier at home than it would be in a, in a shared space. And if uh, Big Brother and HR are listening. So, yeah, no, there's there's definitely things you've got to keep in mind and uh, that you're, you're not you're you know, people are watching and listening. And even if it's a friendly office or a comfortable office where you feel like, you know, that's just how it. You know, you just, it's just something you can't take for granted, especially, I mean, that's, that is one of the benefits of being your own boss is that, you know, I have to fire me. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, but I I think, you know, if you, you know, especially your your four quarters or quadrant technique and your Pomodoro technique, those can apply at at home or at the office. And so those are, there's some good things that you can definitely use at home, but you can carry that with you if you're one of those ones that has to work in that hybrid model. So, and I think that's, you know, as I'm listening to you, there's lots of good things and techniques that you created in the home environment that we can apply and do some other unique things, no matter where you're at. And I think that would be coaching for the the listener to think about that. And, no, uh, definitely. Definitely having some, having some sort of system, productivity system, whether it's an app, whether it's a piece of paper and you're just writing out bullets, having something like that, focusing your day, yeah, it's it's kind of a no brainer at this point. Yeah, that that there's some really good stuff here, Joe. One of the things I wanted to go back to, and you had mentioned this before, was about exercising. And I'm, you know, I, I I'm a runner. I actually exercise uh, five days, six days a week, but it's it's kind of a, a routine for me in terms of like I do it at a very specific time. And you mentioned something about. A, a different approach to exercising. And that really caught my ear. Can you talk a little bit about that? Now it's a little bit different uh, the way you do your exercises. Yeah. I discovered a, a gentleman by the name of Matt Fury about 18 years ago, and he's a big proponent of what's called combat conditioning. And the kind of the cornerstone of that are two exercises called Hindu squats and Hindu pushups. And those, you know, people can look up mattfury.com and, and find out more about him. But based, those are exercises that when you first start doing them, it's tough to do a lot of reps at once. So you can get a great workout in a minute or two or whatever. And as I've been doing these over the years, I can knock out more reps. But still, it takes me three to five minutes to do a really good set. So when I do, I'm doing my Pomodoro routine, I'm either banging out some Hindu squats I'm banging out some Hindu push-ups. Uh, there's some other exercises that he 
recommends that I do. And they're all kind of tailored. They don't have to be a long and they're not overly strenuous either. And they provide that mental and physical break so that you can go back to work. So that, that's a little bit of what I do for workouts uh, in addition to the laps around my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carrying uh, unusual objects around your house, getting exercise that way. I think this is really important. Exercise is not only good for you physically, mentally too, as well. So you need those of you who are just working and not thinking about your your physical and mental state, I think this is important. So definitely look at that. Joe, this is really obviously hits to the core of what Dennis and I talk about. Working from home, obviously really important. But I know that your business is, uh, you, you do a lot of different things from copywriting and you're a consultant. You do freelance work and whatnot. I know some folks out there uh, would be interested in talking to you. And what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, the best way to get in touch with me to go to my website, uh, highroadcommunications.com, H-I-R-O-A-D, communications.com, or you can check out my newsletter, My Home Office Hacks, which is iworkfromhome.substack.com, and there's links in there uh, that can go directly to me. And what, one other thing I also encourage people to do is, Joe is on LinkedIn. Uh, you can reach out to him there, connect with him there. Uh you know, part of what we encourage everyone to do is, is to connect up and meet with other people and meet with like-minded individuals. And I think Joe has a lot to, to offer. Joe, we wanted to thank you for stopping by today. We really appreciate it. I have certainly learned a few things that I'm going to start incorporating into my workday routine. I can't thank you enough, but we really appreciate you stopping by. We'll have you back again. Oh, great. Uh, I appreciate Dennis and Benny. Just thank you so much. It's been fun talking shop and um, I look forward to another visit. Thanks awesome. so much. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us today on Work From Home with two guys. Listen, if you want to get in touch with me, the best way to do it is get in touch by sending me an email, benny at velocitytechnology.group. That's B-E-N-N-Y at velocitytechnology.group. Dennis, if some people think that they need to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, there's two ways. One is the email, Dennis J, so it's D-E-N-N-I-S-J, at worksolution.com. So it's W-O-R-X, and then solution, no S at the end, dot com. Or I'm on LinkedIn a lot under Dennis Jackson, and you can search for works or W or also the work from home with two guys were there as well. So would love to hear from you guys and help out any way we can. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you at the next episode. You've been listening to WSH with two guys. We'll see you next time.